0: How many times do I have to tell you, Joey? No pizza for you. More wheat germ, riboflavin. Hmm, pizza. Yes, I'll be talking about it later, but it's the movie where a girl masturbates to the Ramones, supposedly. I think she does.
1: We'll we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll get into it more.
0: We've covered some high school movies and shows previously, like Dazed and Confused, Varsity Blues, Just one of the guys, Fear, Grind, Class Act. Legend of Billy Jean, Encino Man, Ready Player One, American Pie, The Karate Kid Movies, and Saved by the Bell. And we've done a lot so far, man. None of those are probably as weird as this week's high school movie, but if you, no. But if you want to listen to those, well, you've already found the Pool Scene Podcast. We thank you for that. Wherever you're listening, you can find our entire catalog of episodes, no paywall, No passwords. We're just whipping it out for you. Wow. The Pool Scene Podcast always features at least myself and my co-host Jim.
1: Hey now.
0: Sometimes we're joined by special guests. This week, just the two of us, but our movie is about a school taken over by special guests. (laughs) We're talking 1979's Rock and Roll High School directed by Alan Arkish and written by Joe Dante joe dante one of our favorites we covered his movie the burbs this season it which also had dick miller in it who was in this as well this the it seemed like we did the burbs like two seasons ago it seems like yeah but we've we've done some specials and stuff we hope you like them alan arkish is a frequent dante
1: collaborator and he also directed caddyshack 2 only good for the opening credits scene with kenny loggins and then turn it off oh my- I like it. Do you like Caddy? You're that person. I love I love bad, They're, bad movies. When you digress in a little bit, they wanted to get everybody back for yeah. Caddyshack 2 and yeah. then Chevy Chase and Bill Murray. No. Chevy Chase did it. Oh no, he did it for a little bit. I'm yeah. thinking and, Bill Murray. Yeah. They got uh Aykroyd. Randy Quaid and Jackie Mason. Jackie Mason. Oh.
0: My problem with Jackie Mason in that Fuck. movie is it's Jackie Mason doing Ronnie Dangerfield.
1: Yeah, but, but playing a different character. It's bad. Jack Hartounian. Why? it makes no sense whatever yeah if we ever cover it one day we'll really get into it
0: i can't fail to mention that the executive producer of rock and roll high school was roger corman captain of the b movie the undisputed king of b movies a little history for this movie originally concept and title started as disco high hell yeah with arkish and dante attached but different writers now 79 disco is basically dead you had the uh cubs disco demolition yeah. night which burned the album watch the bgs documentary on
1: hbo you'll learn all about it and they burned the ramon albums at the end of this movie too so there you go and andy gibb was in the Ramones. <laughs> Yeah, apparently little, from what you said little
0: does yeah i miss But while we were watching this movie i'm telling jim <laughs> he went watch, shadow dancing watched right watched into the the Bee Bee Gees documentary on hbo it's great but for some reason i said well later on Andy Gibb joined the Ramones. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I meant to say Bee Gees. I'm sorry. and eh, close enough. After they dropped the other writers, this movie morphed into Heavy Metal Kids. Makes perfect sense. Heavy Metal started taking off in the early 80s. And then, Girls Gym. I love Girls Gym. Sorry, Girls Gym at the uh, theater on whatever that Youngstown, that real bad theater I, whatever. The real bad theater in Youngstown, I think it was a porn theater. Alright. Yeah. It was like on the other side of the park. Um that seems right up the alley of Roger Corman to do a movie. Oh, called yeah. Girls yeah, they probably that theater probably showed Roger Corman movies. Yeah. The original choice and inspiration for this movie was Cheap Trick. Surrender. When Cheap Trick couldn't appear due to scheduling conflicts, they got the <laughs> do, 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 the beefcake himself, Todd Rungren. Bang on the drum all day. The Ramones got brought in only after Paul Bartell, who played Mr. McGree in the film suggested them to who was in the first Caddyshack movie. Yes. And in this movie, Joey Ramone calls him Mr. McGloop.
1: That's what we think he did. Yeah. Cause Joey, Joe, I'm saying Joey Fatone. <laughs> he was in a Ramones too with Andy Gibb. Yeah. Joey Ramone. <laughs> it's very hard to understand. Joey Fatone, Andy Gibb. <laughs> I don't
0: know if there's still any living Ramones members. I don't think there are. I don't know. And
1: then, uh, and
0: then I don't know who else. Somebody else. Uh, the, the movie, but they're all brothers, though, according they're to. They're all real brothers. They're real brothers. The movie was shot on at an LA school that had closed three years prior. So at the end of this movie, the actual demolition of the school is
1: featured as plot. Hopefully, they got it all done in one take.
0: It looked great. It, it was, was fucking great. A massive explosion that you don't see anymore. Great in way to go out. Practical like, effects. Uh, do you think uh, 100 pounds of plastic explosives <laughs> is enough?
1: <laughs> ah fuck it
0: better go 200 yeah and they just blew the like the school to shit put a fucking crater in the earth. <laughs> shit jim this one may be too old to track budget or box office but please if you would give us what information you have about the release and how we were living at the time
1: okay so it came out on august the 24th of 1979 to a two hundred thousand dollar budget now with this being a roger corman film there is a distinct possibility this never got released in the movie theater so yeah. it's definitely and if it did it'd be a small movie theater that doesn't really track i don't know how the movies worked back then i, I was, don't either i wasn't born yet yeah i wasn't white Another two years and a month until I started coming around. Speaking of coming around, the fifth studio album by Michael Jackson, Off the Wall, was released and it became the Billboard Album of the Year for 1980. Michael Jackson High School imagine Michael Jackson High School. <laughs> he would have brought bubbles. He would have brought bubbles, blanket. might have left with some No, they were No, you have to remember it. though, this was seventy nine eighty the time. This is when Michael Jackson was still normal. Well, this is a normal MJ think. supposedly. He was never normal after his father was so abusive and forced him to perform yeah. at clubs when he was five years old. And that to explain a lot why he was really never got past his childlike stage yeah. mentally. Yes. Speaking of a mental type movie, Apocalypse Now directed by Francis Ford Coppola, starring Marlon Brando, Uh, Robert Duvall, Big old Bobby D, and the best man to ever play a fictional president on the television screen, the West Wing's own Martin Sheen was released. Why didn't you do a Robert Duvall or Martin Sheen impression? Because I can't really do a Bobby D and a (laughs) Martin Sheen impression. I can't do a Martin Sheen. It's not Marky Mark. Now, if it was Marky Mark Sheen, that'd be a, hey guys, how's it going? Come on, let's do it apocalypse everywhere come on you could do a damon because quite frankly riff randall is damon in this movie oh well it's uh, eagle bower is our eagle bower which we'll talk about eagle bower also science time everybody get out your laser pointers and your pocket protectors so you guys know the first recorded occurrence of a comet hitting the sun ba-boom Released energy equal to 1 million hydrogen bombs. A lot, I think. So from the great beyond, we summon the one George Michael. Good evening, everybody. I'm George Michael, welcome to The Sports Machine. You can learn anything on this show like I did last week. I had no idea that George Michael was gone. We had to buy that recording 16 light years ago
0: <laughs> so that it could get to us in time to appear on our podcast. we
1: had to pay eight Martian dollars. The Philadelphia Phillies' third baseman and a man who should be in the Hall of Fame, and the fact that he's not in the Hall of Fame, is an absolute travesty. Pete Rose himself collects a National League record 2,427th career single and a 5-2 home loss versus the Pittsburgh Pirates. I think we should start the... We should kickstart
0: or crowdfund the new modern baseball Hall of Fame.
1: Just call it the fuck it
0: Hall of Fame. Modern baseball Hall of Fame. First inductees, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. <laughs> Fell into a powder pit at Kauffman. Sammy Sosa. He's now a white cowboy. I don't mean <laughs> Caucasian. I mean, no. he's literally white. He fell into a Like all the colors of the spectrum reflected. He's white. Yeah. And then Pete Rose. And then there's probably some other people kicked out of baseball that I'd put in
1: there too. Shoeless Joe Jackson.
0: uh, Who's the dude um, that threw the no hitter on LSD? Just died. I don't know. Pittsburgh Pirates. um, Don't know.
1: He could be in there too. If you could throw a no hitter on LSD, you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, man. You could have seen so many colors and shit floating. He threw a no hitter. (laughs) He, He was throwing at things the whole
0: game. And he somehow managed to not... It was Doc Ellis, I'm Doc
1: scared. Ellis. Yeah, Doc Ellis threw a no-hitter 47 years ago on LSD. Into our alternative Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Yes. Speaking of Hall of Fame, Jose Arrieto threw the fastest ever highlight shot at 188 miles per hour. He... Yeah, that's a lot. He defied the theory of light and sound to throw a highlight ball, which isn't even really a ball. It's literally a compounded like resin missile ball. my, My brother and I had a
0: highlight set that we used to toss around a bit, which was pretty fun. But that thing, if you weren't paying attention and that thing was whizzing at you, it's like a croquet ball, but harder. Like a billiards ball. Yeah,
1: nuts. That 188 miles an hour. Crazy. Can you imagine? Dude probably dislocated his shoulder to throw that. Speaking of weird, how money has changed from now. To 1979 Washington D.C. trial attorney Edward Bennett Williams Buys the Baltimore Orioles From Gerald Hopper For 12.3 million dollars That's crazy That won't um, A major league franchise For 12.3 million you've got baseball M. you got baseball players In the league Making 40 million A season One yeah. player 40 million a season One team 12.3 million Crazy Crazy the number one song in America, we mentioned it before on the podcast and we're a big fan of it, it's the Nax, My Sharona. Yeah. My, 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 my Sharona. Or as we were kids, we would say, my scrotum. My scrotum. The number one movie in America was a reissue of Star Wars that was number one for one week. That's that's bullshit. Which is absolute bullshit. Did you see
0: they just had Avatar come out again? Really? Who gives a
1: shit? I've never seen it. I don't want to
0: see it. Wait, you had a whole stand-up bit revolving around Avatar and you haven't seen it? No, I've never seen it.
1: Okay. (laughs) We should do it on this podcast Nobody wants to hear about
0: Avatar
1: Um, It's a three hour movie So
0: they basically just released Avatar long enough in theaters so that it could take long enough well they took, as opposed to what they took it but long enough to overtake avengers again oh so now God. avengers is now whatever one that was infinity war yeah is now back in or end game it's now back in second place all time so is this just
1: going to be a dick measuring it is, contest it is
0: forever until something else comes along like avatar 2 Avatar 3. Here's the thing. Movie Avatar theaters, 4. Avatar 5. Movie theaters are Avatar not going to be the
1: same anymore once the world returns. Yeah. It's not, because I'd rather stay home and play, pay a premium price to I a movie. I hope that there is a an effect that's
0: beneficial to us, which is. Which is probably not going to happen. But if movie theaters were like, shit, we need to get people back in theaters and troves, all movies, $5. That'd be great. But
1: instead, no one's going to theaters because you can watch at home. So movies are going to be like $25. I prefer to stay home. I don't like going to movie theaters. I don't like people eating in movie theaters. There's too much <laughs> noise. They shouldn't serve fucking I popcorn. I do
0: like in the last couple of years that we have got some upgrades at our local theater. So now they have the reclining seats, which there is... A a ton of room between the rows which
1: is nice they we only got into the 20th century not yeah, too long ago right these theaters have existed elsewhere for <sighs> 10 years they still could be better though like there's nothing better than i love the cinemark theater up by cleveland up in valley view what a night they have a bar yeah. you can drink mm. but then again most of these places serve beer and all that kind of accoutrement so that what was going on in and around the 24th of august 1979 niner So
0: if we were actually, not we, as in you and I, we don't have the technology. No. But if the world was able to summon those have passed beyond. Well, we got George Michael. And get messages from them. It would be awesome for a while, but then you would just have a bunch of dead celebrities doing like cameos.
1: You mean like literally cameo cameos? Yes, like on the website cameo. So they'd be able to profit life money. to the great beyond there's like no conversion life money like i just made 35 life how many life monies is
0: this
1: (laughs) we're gonna have to think of a conversion scale for life money to death money i want to pay
0: george michael 35 life monies good evening everybody (laughs) to say good good evening everybody george michael guys i'm so glad you enjoyed sports machine anyway let me take you to school on the plot for Rock and Roll High School. So the movie starts with an already flawed logic. The principals at Vince Lombardi High School keep having nervous breakdowns because students care more about rock and roll than school. The leader of the student body is Riff Randall, a huge Ramones fan. What are
1: you doing, Riff? Gym class called on account of boredom. I've got some of my homework instead. Homework? Yeah, for Mr. McGree's songwriting class. I've written a song for the Ramones. Wait
0: hey, you hear this. Rock, 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 rock high She's such a big Ramones fan. She loved Todd Rundgren at first. That, and Cheap <laughs> Trick that she waits three days in line to buy tickets when she doesn't have to. Uh, this whole movie is a logic issue. And she hopes to meet that sexy heartthrob, Joey Ramone, so that she can give him a song. She wrote called rock and roll high school. Who is rocking a piss
1: stain the entire movie? <laughs> well, I can't it, tell if a that's a patch. Are we something. sure it's a patch? I think
0: he just refuses to buy another pair of jeans because he's seven, eight. <laughs> he looks and like Howard Stern. He, there's, it's hard to get jeans at a 24 waist and a 56 length. <laughs> they don't sell those at JC Penny. Not a big and uh, tall. Th- yeah. Cause think about it. If they were that long, they don't, it, but how would they get them that narrow? I
1: don't know. He made enough money to buy multiple pairs of pants. He had to go to Ryers to get special
0: pants. The newest shoe store. (laughs) He wore (laughs) shoes as pants. Probably. The newest and very strict principal, Miss Togar, takes away Riff and her best friend, Kate Rambo's tickets to the concert. Perhaps we're taking this a bit too far. After all, the concert is on their own time, and it's. Nonsense! They should be made an example for the whole school. All right, give me your tickets, I will give them to charity.
1: No way.
0: Very well. I'll have my hall monitors take them from you. <laughs> Body thirst! Riff and Kate have to try and win a radio contest for tickets. The next day at school, after the concert, Principal Togar goes full tipper gore, begins burning records. That's an understatement. The, the students rebel, and along with the Ramones themselves, who are made honorary students because that's exactly what they want, they take over the school, and then they proceed to burn it to the ground just a real great positive uplifting message to end the movie that if your teachers try to make you learn you show them who's really in charge by burning down the school that's how you fucking prove your point man that was obviously sarcasm please don't burn down your school jim unless you have anything else to mention let's get into the characters let's do it PJ Souls as Riff Randall. PJ Souls, is in Halloween. She's a sweetheart, too. Awesome. We've seen her. She hasn't aged Exactly the same. Joey Ramone himself.
1: Yeah, well, this rock and roll high school.
0: Rock and roll high school? I would hope so. Johnny Ramone himself. Wait, they're all brothers? Marky Ramone himself. Dee Dee Ramone himself. Vince Van Patten, Tom Roberts. Clint Howard as just Eagle Bauer. I think his name's... I don't know if he has a first name. Eddie. Day Young as Kate Rambo. Yeah, you didn't even pick up on that. And then Eddie Bauer.
1: Eddie Bauer. Fuck off. Move on. <laughs> Eagle Bauer. Yeah, I know. Eddie I said, Bauer, Eagle Bauer edition. Yeah, I said that his first name would be Eddie. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I got it. Fuck. Uh Don Steele is screaming Steve Stevens. Who doesn't scream? Ah! We got these assholes as Fritz Hansel and Fritz Gretel, which makes the only reason I bring them up is because exactly that it makes no sense. No. And that's, that's all. So who gives, which actor or actress gives
1: a passable performance?
0: Does any non lead character steal scenes?
1: Okay. Any non lead by far, it's Eagle Bauer. It's Eagle Bauer. It's by far Clint it's Howard. Clint Howard. It's been like this all morning. Ever since Togar took off, the whole school's in turmoil. Well, well look, look at this. Fake IDs down 50%. Test answers down 60%. Home passes are falling off the board. Let's get back to you. Tell me exactly what you want out of life. I want someone with huge breasts. Being the most Clint Howard Clint Howard could possibly Clint Howard yep. be. Yep. Who has a full office in a bathroom stall. Uh-huh. No explanation. You gotta have tickets, you gotta have an appointment. You gotta have weed. Uh-huh. You got to have a ton of shit. I love this bathroom. It's the weirdest, you know, in that time in the early eighties, late seventies, the whole fascination was you got smoking in a boy's room. They actually play Brownsville station smoking in a boy's mm-hmm. room. And you brought up, it has a great soundtrack other than the Ramones. Yeah, as it's well. not
0: just Ramones, No, but there's, there's a, like
1: Alice Cooper's in
0: there. Devo. There's a couple
1: other, the fact that this Eagle Bauer guy who is he, we don't know if he's a high school student at all. He just hangs out in the bathroom who has his own office, he's able to procure all this contraband, hook up people on dates, teach them on said dates, how to make first base, second base, third base home. And it seems to be accepted. Like he has his own advertisements in the hallways. Yeah. Yet the principal or any other authority figure has no issue with Clint Howard.
0: You know, in 1979, like today, I feel like a female teacher or male teacher can't go into the restroom of the opposite sex at a school. It would cause oh shit, dude. There's no way. But in '79, just walk right in. Uh, it's it wouldn't be you know because I rem- in elementary school because I'm a gangsta thug. Word. I can remember playing CeeLo, Street Dice in the bathroom for money. <laughs> when really? I was in fifth and sixth grade, and I can remember a teacher, Miss Garbus. I don't know, if she, Mrs. Garbus. I don't know if she's still kicking but she did kick in the door came in took the money that we were playing for made us leave the bathroom how she knew to come in there i don't know
1: you know she ended up buying something with that money she pocketed your cash she She stole from kids she stole
0: Money That wench. We were playing some CeeLo and she took our money. LVP fucking Miss Garbus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got Eagle Bauer too. He's, How can it not be Eagle Bauer? He's great. I will say it's not Vince Van Patten as Tom Roberts.
1: I don't understand He's the him. high school
0: quarterback, but this is like an alternate reality where it's cool to be like rock and roll. Yeah. So the quarterback is like this fucking dweeb.
1: He says at one point,
0: the only thing I'll ever lay is a carpet.
1: He's also the high school quarterback, who you imagine is a star guy, right? Yeah. He's the only one of the football team that does not wear a football uniform the entire movie. Wear full on pads yeah. to school. But he is also, and once again, I think this goes back to 1979, too, or maybe not. It's a misnomer. He's the only time you see a character who's the star high school quarterback who looks. Acts in dresses like that.
0: Ma, I got a game today. I gotta wear my fucking pants all day. Hank, Hank, give me some fucking eggs, mom. I got a game today. I gotta wear fucking pants to math class. <laughs> it's
1: right. a fucking tri on coke. Yeah, right. Oh, fuck.
0: Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's find out which scenes made a splash. See what I did there? Yeah, nice. I'll go first. Riff masturbating to the Ramones. Now, Supposedly. Okay, so Riff... I contend on this one. She. All right, I'll tell you the context clues that makes me think she's jacking it. She goes to her room. She puts on her headphones. She gets out a Ramones record. She puts on her headphones.
1: Likes a joint? She it lights like a, a joint. joint,
0: which she's not very convincing in smoking. No. While she's laying there smoking the joint... We get it like a dream sequence, which involves the Joey Ramone singing
1: into her mouth. We've got we've had insta- we had an instance before in this podcast when somebody was singing into somebody's mouth. Yes. I can't remember the movie. It was. Uh,
0: no, it was Tom Cruise singing into Malin Ackerman's asshole, oh, her asshole
1: right into her butthole. He,
0: sings, he echoes into her asshole. ages. Yeah. Um, so you Johnny Ramone sitting there just looking at her. You have merch out back. Marky Ramon is in our yard, and then Dee Dee is in the shower. Now, the reason I bring up the shower is in this dream sequence, and this is the context clue that for me makes me think she was jacking it, she stands up out of bed and she's in this like skimpy lingerie. And then she goes into the shower. Why would you why would you be in lingerie in your dream sequence?
1: It's all part of the, the fantasy. Which is still, I mean, why
0: not dream about having actual sex then? Yeah, that's true. I, I, I think she was jacking it. I think she was dreaming about Joey Ramone and her hand may have went below
1: the border. DJ Diddles spinning yes. the clits of the 60s, 70s and 80s. Wicca Wicka. Exactly. So that's my first scene. It's,
0: you know, masturbation or not, it's, it's a weird scene. It is a attractive, popular high school girl whose major crush
1: is Joey Ramone. Even in 79? yes there had have been a cornucopia a plethora if you will yeah. of rock stars that looked way better donny looking. osmond <laughs> um, andy gibb andy gibb It was go. in the room andy ramon yeah
0: and then yeah there were a number but joey ramon he was
1: like the other end and listen everybody we are not making fun of people no. who are not no the greatest no, uh, I'm, I'm I'll openly admit that's why I always said I have a I have a face for radio. I don't openly I don't think I'm a very attractive at all. But there are certain things you just don't do. They, there was like a shot of like five minutes straight where it's zoomed right in on Joey oh, Ramone.
0: It's real close.
1: Why Howard Stern never, ever played Joey Ramone? Yeah. That's what I thought. It was yep. like, we're looking yep. Howard turn. turn. He
0: probably wanted to look. And then, you know, the, the icing on the cake, and I hope you don't mention this, is Dick Miller, who always appears yes. in uh, Joe where, Dante stuff. Yep. He, at the end of the movie, he says... Those Ramones are peculiar. They're ugly, ugly,
1: ugly people. They're ugly, ugly people. He, he said the one thing everybody was thinking. Basically. And here's the thing. I think the Ramones even accepted the fact like listen yeah we're throw it out there Rick case not the most attractive no, looking dude no. in the cars look who he got
0: roy orbison
1: yes i mean come on yeah so my first scene which kind of blows my mind not only does she wait in line for three fucking days when there's no necessary need for it <laughs> somehow she just ran okay riff randall does none of these kids we have no idea how to have jobs okay what was minimum wage in 1979 88 cents an hour, $88 an hour. Somehow she paid, she spent $1,000. Yes. And this is more of a logic issue, but I'm going to put it in my favorite scenes too. I want a hundred of your best Ramon tickets, please. $1,000. Here
0: they are, the Ramon. I had no idea the students were so interested in music.
1: Wanna go, complimentary ticket.
0: Why, thank you, I love concerts, but uh, who are the Ramones?
1: The Ramones are the best group in the <laughs> world, Mr. That's McGree. Gen- <laughs> she spent $1,000 to buy Ramones tickets for the entire high school. She
0: goes to school and she just starts saying,
1: I got tickets for everyone. It's incredible that nobody once mentions Hey Riff, let me give you a, let me give you a fiver. Hey, yeah. She just she's the most popular kid. No wonder. Ever. Yes. Who doesn't seem like she would be the popular kid in school? Yeah. Weird. I love that scene of her just passing out tickets in high school and everything. Thanks, Riff. You're the best. We'll see you at the concert. <laughs> Here's a give her a fucking $5 bill. Fuck.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's real weird. My next one. Tom's <laughs> Warlock van. It may have taken me two million laws to tomorrow, but it was worth it. <laughs> Man, look at all this stuff color TV, stereo, wet bar, water bed. Hey, <laughs> I, I never knew getting laid was so expensive.
1: That van is awesome. It had a chop top,
0: loaded with velvet furniture, booze, and a water bed. It is awesome. At most these are high school seniors I don't know what the laws were in 1979 They're getting fucking loaded Uh, On Kanchatka
1: Vodka and JD
0: Yeah JD They've got what looks like early times And they're just drinking And Tom calls Riff Because he wants to have a date with her even though Eagle Bower has been trying to set him up with Kate, yeah, which Kate I per, I like Kate more Kate's than hot. yeah, and, Kate's uh, hottie. So he, yeah, they're getting fucking loaded in the Warlock. On all this, I love it. And he bought the thing. Is this is a logic issue? But he bought that van because Eagle Bower was like, "You got to have a sweet van to get girls." Basically, and it had that cool seventies airbrush. And he's like, "I didn't know getting laid was so expensive." I always wanted to have a fucking van like I, that. I want every vehicle in this movie. I want it's the, the Warlock best. van. The actual one. Yeah. I want it. I want the Ramones. I don't even know what they drive, but the, it's like a. It's
1: like an old early, it's a yeah, 50s. Yeah. fifty Late like 50s, early 60s.
0: It's got a, a Gabba Gabba Hay license plate. It's got like a leopard print seats. It's fucking
1: awesome. I, I love it. I want every vehicle in this movie. Is it my turn again? Yep. Oh, I didn't know you did that. Oh, that's right. The Warlock. So my next one will definitely have to be one of the. One of the things that make no sense... A lot of this movie is just... It defies logic and sense, so I have to pick it to be my favorite. When they proceed to... Before they burn down the high school at the very end, and they break every law known to man and the Bible himself. Yes. Well, I don't
0: think one more black mark is going to make too much of a difference. Eagle Tower Enterprise comes through again. All right.
1: They basically do attempted murder, kidnapping, kidnapping, the, attempted murder, arson, uh, uh-huh. ag- uh, aggravated assault, attempted murder on Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. There's like a, a, standoff with police. They chuck them out of a, they chuck them in a laundry bin out a second story window Yeah, and not the local, not the band, a second story window. No, we all love them. Was that Ken Cooper? No No that, that was, was Cherry Monroe Yeah that was Jeff Peterson And That's aphasia
0: Yeah The same band Yeah that's they right It came from a second story But ended.
1: it's That whole last scene Is just like Okay fuck all Let's just Fucking break every law And nothing ever happens to him It blows my mind
0: Yeah They come outside Before they blow up to school And the cops just stay in there They don't try and like Charge them or arrest them Or anything Yeah Weird Yeah that's That's bizarre uh, My next one po- The post concert weirdness Hey dude get- Great, let's dig in. Yeah, I want some. Oh, thanks. How many times do I have to tell you? No pizza for you, Joey. More wheat germ and riboflavin. Yeah, come on, Joey, eat good. See, I'm gonna eat some myself. Mmm, mmm, organic alfalfa sprouts. Come on, Joey. Good, mmm. Come on, eat, Joey, good boy. Yeah, mama love you. You like it, huh? Huh, good, yeah. Iron, niacin, B12 Rose in the earth. Good. I'll cherish Good this God. moment love forever. So, the entire movie, Riff's Goal is get my song that I wrote to Joey Ramone. The Ramones, which I'm going to talk about this later, they arrive while everyone's standing in line. They
1: give a free concert. They give
0: a free concert. I wouldn't
1: be like, "I'm thank you.
0: I can get out of line now. I don't need to buy tickets." She's trying to get her song to Joey. So, then the entire concert she hands Joey a note. Please dedicate your next song to my friends Tom and Kate. Love your number one fan, Rick Randall. Okay, this is the Tom and Kate, and our number one fan. To dedicate a song to Tom and Kate. That you think would be rock and
1: roll high she school. She could
0: have handed him <laughs> her a song, but she hands him a note instead. So then the entire time she tries to get backstage, the manager shuts the door in her screaming steve or whatever his name is, tries to get her backstage. And, you know, the manager says, nope, got to stay all these times that she's denied. But then after the concert, she just wanders backstage like Joey Ramone is apparently dying of heat stroke or something. They put him in a chair. She's like fanning him off. And then they bring in how many pizzas? Fourteen. It was a shitload of shit 14 pizza. Fourteen pizzas
1: in the thinnest pizza box.
0: Yeah, and the pizza looks awful. It's bad. And it looks. And she keeps a piece. She puts it in her in with her song. It, that's not going to ruin her fucking original music. No. And then uh, the yeah the manager. It's just the whole weirdness of Joey saying pizza. I want them. And then the, <laughs>
1: that's the and story. then when Riff tells him I wrote a song for you, Rock and Roll High School. He goes rock and roll high school the weirdest thing is though like i told you there is no way that manager is going to have any way to throw those girls out because they would be like the fuck are you doing there yeah man? keep the ladies in here yes right right the manager tries to keep girls out of the locker who of the fuck the, does that yeah so my next one that we have to talk about that is kind of weird to me when they decide to start playing rock and roll high school in the gym during gym class, it's also the longest ever Ramones Ramones song. song. Eight minutes. (laughs) It's the longest. It's a Ramones album. It's a whole, but they all of a sudden, everybody in this class is a fucking gymnast. They're doing high bar, parallel bar, pommel horse, it turned into the 1980 Olympic games in there. I, you know, I almost would say,
0: is it possible that that's a dream sequence?
1: Well, she wasn't jacking it to that. I'll tell
0: because, you that. Because this is probably logic as well. I don't know if I have this uh, written in my logic. Yeah, I do. Um, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll talk it. Okay. Well, with that said, some schools, if they're fancy and, and nice and not on the edge of being demolished, they might have swimming pools. But every once in a while, you're swimming in the pool, you're getting pruney. They got to see if they can fish out the bodies, make sure nobody's floating in there. Wow. I I think that's called a wellness check. That's what I always thought the pool check was. So we grew up going to Waddell Pool in Niles. How did you say that? Waddell.
1: Uh, Waddell. 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 I never heard it said Waddell. Waddell. Man, you got a Waddell pool?
0: Uh, Waddell. And I would, you know, you're a kid. You're having fun in the pool, spinning around. You'd get pissed because every 45 minutes, you know, quarter till they blow the whistle. They make you get out. I always thought,
1: <laughs> like, that there's just going to be a kid floating
0: in there. I always thought that's what they were looking for. Really? Yeah, I Holy always thought. Shit.
1: I don't know why. I'm morbid, I guess. I thought it was literally for the lifeguards to, to- take a piss, take a shit, get it, something to eat. You're and probably back. right. Yeah.
0: So I'm going to combine our two theories. They're under the guise that they got to make sure nobody's floating in the pool. I'm so going to that... grab my
1: eight hot dogs. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so with that said, if you, yeah, get out of the fucking pool.
1: Fuck off. Pool check.
0: I don't know how this is going to work. We're going to try it. We're going to see how it goes. No music videos this week. Because 1979, 1979. There were music videos, but not enough. Yeah. Um. We don't have any, you know, clever topic or Bee Gees,
1: anything. David Naughton. There you go. Yeah.
0: So village people. <laughs> great um so this week what we're gonna do we're gonna try out doing some trivia
1: and we're gonna keep a tally when we do this yeah
0: we're gonna do five questions each we have an 80s box of trivial pursuit card 90s and a 90s box i draw five cards each at random and uh see what happens so don't know how this is gonna go we're gonna find out well there
1: are five questions per card oh perfect so it works out good just different categories okay all right so uh how do you want to do this Okay, let's say you go first. Okay. Uh, would you want 80s or... Actually, you're closer. I'll go first. Okay. I'll take 80s. You'll probably take 80s. I'll probably take 90s. Okay, that'll work. Let me grab this box. Gabba gabba wee, gabba gobble, gobble, rock, rock.
0: Oh, man. These are fucking hard. Huh? Oh, fuck. I thought the Trivial Pursuit was relatively easy.
1: No, it's it's got some, uh, man, got some heft is, to it. This is
0: tough. Uh, okay. All right. So there's actually six on this
1: one. Okay, six. But we'll do
0: six. It's fine. Okay, yeah, there's six. Okay. Do we want to alternate then? Alternate yeah. questions?
1: Yeah, we'll alternate. Man, okay. So some of It'll these be like are...
0: a shootout, like a soccer shootout. Okay. What nation's Prime Minister Olaf Holm was shot and killed in 1986 while walking home from a movie.
1: Okay, so if you gotta deduce this, you're thinking Olaf. It's gotta be Nordic. I'm going Norway.
0: Mm. So close. Sweden. It is Sweden. Shit. Now I want to know what movie he went to see. Frozen. Not 1986.
1: What NBA started? Sports Illustrated credit for being the most pierced, most tattooed in league history. Easy, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, no the worm. Shit. One for you. All right. That sounded bad. That was weird. That was like a throw. Mine is from 1998, by the way. It says on the side of the card.
0: (laughs) What sitcom topped the TV ratings four seasons in a row starting in 1985? Sitcom four seasons in a row. Did it say comedy or anything? It doesn't. It just Uh, says what sitcom topped the TV ratings four seasons in a row starting in 1985.
1: So I'm going to have to think that 85 is the end of its fourth season, It didn't start in 85, so four seasons, early 80s. Oh, man. No, starting in 85.
0: Oh, it started in 85, so we'll go to 89.
1: Four seasons in a row, starting in 85. I have two on the top of my head, and they're both NBC shows. Go with your gut. All right, I'm going to go with L.A. Law. Mm. Hill Street Blues. Cosby Show. Fuck. I was right with NBC, though. Yeah, you were. Okay, here we go. What California locale did Yahoo Magazine dub the most wired city in America for three straight years? What? what wait, read it again. What California locale or what California okay, city? San
0: Francisco. God damn it, you're two
1: for two. Son of a bitch. I was
0: going to say Oakland, but Oakland like later. Yeah. I mean, still Bay Area. But yeah, you're right. What film had Karen Blixen oh, wondering... Will the eagles of Ngong Hills look out for me? Uh, of
1: what hills? N-G-O-N-G. N-G-O-N-G. Ngong. So it's African. Doesn't have a year, does it? That's the 80s, but no. No. Ngong. Gorillas in a mist. Mm. <laughs> out of Africa. <laughs> you said the word Africa. <laughs> I told you these ones are hard. I couldn't get these. All right. Here you go. Next one. What movie sequel centers on the residents of Fleeland's, the only pet-friendly hotel in the city? This is from 1998. What movie sequel centers on the residents of Fleeland's, the only pet-friendly hotel in the city? What the f- <laughs> <laughs> This is bad. Joe's apartment two. <laughs> No, Babe, Pig in the City. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. you're a big Babe fan.
0: That was tough. Yeah, compared to what I'm getting from. The original ending of Babe. Didn't they shoot that fucker? Yeah, they were going to cook him. Well, not as and bad as what Cast test, au- test audiences saw it and were like, uh, Alf, yeah. we talked about it. So I, I was going to save this for the, uh, the landing strip, but I have a question. Would they let me adopt a cat if I told them my name was Gordon Shumway?
1: <laughs> I think time has passed now. They're not going to know what that is. If
0: they're like, sir, uh, we need your name. Gordon Shumway.
1: Uh, there's no way they would know
0: that. I, I tried that joke out on our friend Morgan and he said, you got to take it one step further and you say, you to eat it? Well, that's what you got to say. So you got to, they're like, okay, Gordon, what do you want to name the cat? And you say, dinner. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> What Suzanne Vega tale of child abuse observed? They only hit you until you cry, and after that, you don't ask why. Suzanne Vega. She was a. Dude, these are hard. She did a song. Suzanne Vega. I'm assuming this is music, right? No, I, I don't know if it's a movie oh. or music. It says, What Suzanne Vega tale of childhood abuse tale. observed? They only hit you until you cry, and after that, you don't ask why.
1: It's either a poem or a fucking song. I don't think you're going to
0: get it. No, I don't know what it is.
1: It's called Luca.
0: Luca? Yeah. Yeah, I
1: I don't even know what that is. Wow, you pulled the hardest 80s card. I'm sorry, Jim. That's all right. Okay, your next one up. What term for the showy jewelry was originally coined by the rap family cash money millionaires? What term for... What term for showy... Yeah bling You're running away with this one
0: Alright I think you may be able to get this one I hope What baseballer smacked 200 hits For a record 7 straight seasons in the 80's Wow 200 straight hits in the 80's 200 hits 7 straight seasons in the 80's
1: Couldn't have been Is it Pete? Mm-mm. I fucking had a feeling Wade Boggs Ah <sighs> Wow, I could owe for this card. I'm embarrassed. All right, you're gonna get the last one. So you're gonna get. You're not gonna strike out. Okay, here's one that I think I would know. This one: What Whitewater figure was freed from prison to treat a spinal condition? Spinal aggravated while in jail. What Whitewater figure was freed from prison to treat a spinal condition aggravated while in jail? Whitewater figure. Whitewater that was the whole Clinton scandal. Oh, um, '98 Ken Lay. Yet he almost got impeached for a blowjob. Go figure. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> Susan McDougal. Yeah, I wouldn't have got it. And that's uh, somebody that... You might have got that one. President You're, Clinton had a little fun with George Clinton. I'll
0: minute Okay. What beverage was hyped in the ads claiming it does a body good? Oh, my God. I just... No, you got to get this. What does a body good? Oh, milk.
1: Yeah, okay, milk. I, it does I a body blanked. good. blanked. Yeah. I didn't say milk Because Me- some people say milk Malk. Which doesn't make sense Malk. Here's your last More. one You won this anyways What star hockey goalie Had an asteroid named for him By adoring Czech astronomers Ooh, Czech Yeah, we mentioned his Pat, name um, Dominic Hashek. Yep, you got it. Yeah. Man, Kevin took four out of six. Yeah. And I got a fucking one. You got the one. worst
0: card ever. You should have won 90s, man.
1: That's all right. We'll all right, learn. That was
0: pretty fun. We're going to do that again. And we're going to... Maybe the next time we'll swap
1: it. And you'll force me to do 80s, you do 90s. You know, I have other cards that are generalized questions. So there's stuff in there from the 50s that oh, none great. of us would ever touch. TV dinners. Yes.
0: All right. Uh, Get the... What up? I... Shit and pissed, and there's no bodies in the pool. Get get the fuck back in. Get the bodies
1: in the pool. All
0: right, our critical question this week. It's a fun one. All right, which band, past or present, would make the most ridiculous version of this movie? Wasp. <laughs> how about
1: uh, Striper? Oh my god, how great would that be? Christian school. Ah, uh, Sons of Thunder. No, what band? What modern band? Huh? What? Just band in Any any
0: period in time. What band would be like the most ridiculous? Mm. Now, I think my like I would say like Wu Tang.
1: Oh God, yeah. Could you imagine Wu Tang? But that's basically like how high, sort of. If we're gonna go rock, if we want to stick with rock and roll, Diamond David Lee Ross Van Halen. I yeah, I tell you, hot for teacher.
0: I absolutely love this movie. If they do. Backstreet, InSync, 98 Degrees, do one of those groups. Imagine a girl wanting to meet Justin Timberlake because she wrote a song for InSync. together. Yeah, I mean, it would be, it would have been incredible. So I would say one of
1: the the boy bands. I'm shocked they never did anything like that. Because it would have made perfect sense. That late 90s era when they were all in the full swing. I have, I think it was later. I have some movie on
0: VHS that's got... I think it's got Lance Bass and Joey. I think I know what you're talking about. It looks insane, but I've never watched it. But yeah, I I mean, now if they're like post Malone, Nickelback, (laughs) Chad, Gurley. girl,
1: masturbating. Chad Kroger. Worst fucking high school ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Canadian high school. Uh, Here's the thing though. Can you name a rock band from now? I really can't. Does rock music still exist? What music does exist now?
0: Maroon 5? Oh my God. So I, I hate the shit on this kid because, but I remember in college, too late. This one dude, he really wanted to be like, he was a nice guy. You know, we hung out a handful of times, like, you know, in our group. God, please but say
1: he was a big Adam Levine fan. He
0: really wanted to, like, impress us and be cool because we talked about bands and, you know, like, we talked about all this hip stuff. I remember one day he came, and he was so excited. He was like, guys, I found this band. It's, it's like the best thing I've ever heard. Like, you got to listen to it maroon five
1: this love <laughs> yeah. has taken its toll he was so
0: excited to come to school and tell us about maroon five it's like dude we've known
1: about them for a couple years already now it it's just, not afi it's yeah it was just like yeah yeah, yeah. okay I'm, you know what imagine like a late 90s like I use the term punk loosely. Yeah, like yellow car. Oh man, simple plan. Imagine making a
0: newfound glory. Fuck this movie remade with newfound glory. No
1: effects. God, it'd be awesome. That'd be
0: sweet. It'd be really great if they did a, a pop punk rock and roll high school. You got the albums for pop it. pop punk high school. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to some logic. It all could have been different, Mr. Walker. You should have allowed nature to take its course. Thank you, the new Hall of Famer. Hey, how's it going? Thanks, guys. Logic, first one for me. Why are Riff and Kate friends?
1: What about me? What about tonight? Don't worry. Don't be in the back seat with Eagle Bower. He's lots of fun. I don't want to have
0: fun. I want to be with Tom. <laughs> hey, only kidding, Kate. I wouldn't do that to you, huh? I'll take care of Eagle Bower. You can have Tom all to yourself. It makes no sense. They're polar opposites. Yeah. Riff is the popular girl, the rock and roller. She actually introduces herself. Riff Randall, rock and roller.
1: And Kate is dressed like a 50 year old woman. Yeah. The entire so, so movie. hot. But she, hot. but Kate's
0: a, uh, a scientist. No, they never explain why they're friends.
1: No. I guess sometimes friendships don't need explanations. That's the fucking odd couple though. It makes no sense. It's what I don't get. <sighs> Logic. So at the very beginning, they're all, it must be lunchtime. It's Southern California lunchtime where everybody just hangs out outside doing. Good football pads. Yeah, and football pads. Mom! It's January 1980, according to the calendars, everybody. The movie was made in seventy nine, January eighty. Need protein, Mom! I got a game! Fuck! This is what I don't get. So she records Rock and Roll High School. She wrote the song. Mm-hmm. This is her jam. So she decides to play it over the PA of the entire school. What band did her, their backing track It I, sounds exactly she played, like the
0: Ramones? She mimicked the, she went on YouTube <laughs> in 1979 <laughs> and she figured out how to play a Ramones. She got a karaoke track. How to play a Ramones riff, how to play bass, how to play drums. And she somehow recorded a track. Yeah. She
1: recorded it with, uh, it makes That's no why sense. I go
0: back to saying maybe it's a dream sequence. I, I don't know
1: what this entire movie is a dream (laughs) it would make perfect sense if she would (laughs) have woke up in the end it's like mario 2 she dreamed this whole thing up yeah um
0: my next one so we teased it earlier miss togar pulls two teachers out of the classes that they're teaching to come into her office so she can show them what happens to mice when exposed to rock and roll since assuming office this morning, I've noticed a number of peculiar incidents among the members of the student body, all having to do with rock and roll music. Miss Togar, I have no particular love for rock and roll, but it doesn't seem to me that listening to it actually hurts the students. Ah, ha, uh-huh. But well, that's where you're wrong, Mr. McCree. Recently. I have been doing a study of mice subjected to rock and roll music.
1: They blow up and they turn to smoke apparently.
0: Yeah, and they the the best thing about that scene is that they have this meter or this I don't know what you want to call it, but it's like Is a,
1: like, a rock-a-meter? or something. Yeah, and said? it's like
0: from Donnie and Marie and It goes up to
1: Jethro Tull, Led Zeppelin. It it peaks at the Ramones, but then it hits you. That was initially supposed to be Todd Rundgren and then Cheap Trick. Uh,
0: They wouldn't have been able to do that. Could you
1: have imagined that? (laughs) Todd Rundgren. Todd Rundgren, the staple (laughs) of rock and roll in
0: 1979. We can't play this game <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah Rungrin. yeah it could have been peter frampton yeah that would have been better yeah, frampton it, comes alive ridiculous my next one well i brought it up earlier that how did she afford the one thousand dollars to pay for the entire school yeah that's a massive logic point there's a absolute huge huge fucking huge logic point there are two full-size live rats (laughs) that people seem to be completely okay with. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't let any more mice in here. They've been exploding all over the place. Oh, you got headphones. Great, great. Just don't get too close to the PA. Wait, 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 wait. Here's your stuff. Okay, go on in. Enjoy the show. One walks into the Agora. The other one is a female rat asking for their kid at the end of the movie, which just seems okay. We have the rat people here, <laughs> not just people that look like rats. Joey Ramone. There is an actual full-on rat that is afraid that their son, who's another rat, will be exposed to rock music and which they would explode and turn to dust. I rest my case. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. He walks into the concert and the guy's like, "Hey, too many mice have been exploding around here," so which tells you there's more of them. Yeah. They're like a family of cousins. Do you have anybody go to your high school that says like, you heard that last name and you're like, they're one of those. Yeah. Did you ever look
1: around your (laughs) high school and see a six foot tall rat that could speak
0: and talk to you? That whole scene actually, when they come into the concert, ridiculous because the one guy, they won't let him come into the concert because they look at his eyes and they're like, you're high. What? This whole movie is based on a weed thing. Yeah, exactly. It's, and then the other thing about the concert. So Mr. McGloop, the rat and the, awful racist joke of the indian the native american he's in line and there's like a native american and they're like he's a scalper it's like like, oh it's a groan it is
1: horribly cringe
0: yeah so speaking of in line my next one the ramones show up and play a full song to the people waiting in line to buy the tickets Which is one thing. Which is a long Ramones but song But they again. also
1: have magic instruments. They do. It's not plugged in. It's all acoustic, but it's played they as walk, if it was.
0: They walk from their car and they start playing while they're still in the car. Manage to exit the car while still playing. Walk through the line where people are buying tickets. All while singing, playing a song. It's ins- You can hear drums in the song, but then you see Marky just bang like hitting his drumsticks together. If you
1: never heard the Ramones before... And then they just were like, "All right, I just got the closest I'm ever going to get yeah, to this band. Right. I'm not paying how much were fucking ticket. They had to have been five bucks. I I don't know a fiver. You
0: know, you had mentioned also one last logic thing for me. You had mentioned Riff pays a thousand dollars for tickets. Where is she working? Who is she sleeping with? How much did Tom pay for the Warlock van? Oh my God! Because he says, you know, he did all this to the van. He says. I didn't know getting laid was so expensive.
1: Here's the thing with the Warlock fan, too. They chopped the top off of it to make it a smaller top. That cost a lot of money.
0: They put a waterbed in there. They had velvet furniture.
1: Explain something to me. How was the waterbed craze such a thing? Now, here's the thing. I'm going to divulge another personal weird story. Are you ready? Yes. Back when we were kids in Eastwood Mall, there was the fabulous Goldstein's furniture store in the mall. Sure. When I started getting older and I started thinking sexier thoughts, okay. I always thought it would be awesome to lose my virginity in the waterbed at Fabulous Goldsteins. Oh. I don't know why. I don't know why waterbeds were a thing. Have you ever laid on a waterbed? Yeah, it's it's terrible. Can you imagine anyone, being drunk?
0: How does anyone have sex on a waterbed? you rip the waterbed. How do you sleep on a waterbed?
1: I don't, I, the appeal of waterbeds is insane. They're like, well, you can heat the water, but then I was told that that, that could cause like damage or something like that. Damage to what? I don't know. It could melt the plastic. Cause that's just a plastic bed. How
0: many people's waterbeds ripped open and flooded their rooms? You mean during sex? Just at any point. Oh, it had to
1: have. Cause that's a lot of
0: fucking yeah. water. A seam ripped or whatever. And just burnt down your house
1: and exa- and if you're draining that because are you just going to put the hose out the window I think and just... i
0: think that's how you fill
1: them god that was such a bad fucking idea water beds. Water beds.
0: terrible um yeah so your your idea to have a uh a, you know a sexy time fantasy at the goldsteins reminded me two things i know a person who had some uh, sexual relations at the upstairs of I, what, Antone's? Macy's now, but I think it used to be Kaufman's. It used to be Kaufman's and, and in the mall. Strauss's. As soon as you went up the escalators, they had furniture there. Yeah, I remember
1: that. And you had some sexy times at the mall on one of those beds. That's where I bought, when iPods first came out, I bought it at the second floor of Kaufman's. Yeah, and, and then exactly. The
0: other story I had is Chopping Mall. So the whole okay. premise of Chopping Mall is that these employees at the mall decide to spend the night in the mall in a furniture store. And they're all sleeping on the Which beds. Which makes
1: and sense. That'd be fun. They did in Viva La Bam.
0: Yeah, imagine having a party at a furniture store. Be hey, pretty sweet. All right. Uh, what is the legacy of this movie? I don't have anything other than at some point, I would imagine it's probably fallen through now. Howard Stern, who looks like Joey Ramone, or at least <laughs> '90s sucked. Howard Stern looked like Joey Ramone. His production company was putting together a remake written by Alex Winter, who. Is is a uh, Ted. Mm-hmm. Ted from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So I, I don't have anything else to like. really
1: not much legacy. This movie to modern audiences like younger kids nowadays would not get this movie. No, at I'm,
0: all. And I'm I don't think that they I don't think kids from this generation can watch 70s movies. No. I feel like kids I feel like this, it's a TikTok culture. I feel like 18-year-olds now. Watching a 70s movie would be like us watching, like, silent film from the 20s. Yeah. It's just, it's that.
1: Imagine, well, not even a 70s movies. Imagine a, say, a 14, 15-year-old kid watching Porky's. Yeah. They'd be like, wait, they got this from American Pie. Yeah. yeah, like Porky's was way right. more R than American it's, Pie. It's
0: so crazy to think about, like, 18-year-old kids because they've had a cell phone from day one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we grew up without cell phones until... Yeah you know, high school and after, and I didn't have my first cell phone until college. So when they look back at these movies and they're like, they didn't have cell phones. How'd you guys talk? We <laughs> called on the phone. They didn't have inter- internet. wasn't even
1: a thought. You That's know? what I said. If the world would ever go back, say if something like a cataclysm happened. Yeah. And I would love it. Phones just stopped working. Yep, it'd be great. I'd be fucking all for it. I, I do.
0: So one thing like about I've been trying recently, I've been making a concerted effort to spend a lot less time on my phone. Yeah, I've, I've tried barely on social media, but I do. Don't you love having the entire collective work of everything ever at, the, at your fingertips?
1: It's still kind of I remind myself sometimes that what we hold in our hands every day that we are so dependent upon yeah there's more tech in this the technology that sent the astronauts to the moon yeah it still blows my mind the
0: i mean the astronauts were sent to the moon with the technology of a calculator
1: and computers would fill the entire room real real tapes of computers and what we hold
0: yeah it's it's insane but i i think the thought was that having the world of information at your fingertips would make everyone smarter and it's actually done the opposite because You don't need to know anything or retain anything if you can just look it up on your phone. You would think so. Yeah, it's interesting. I I read a ton on my phone. I do a lot. Yeah. uh, But yeah, I'm just trying to spend a lot more time. I've actually went down by like 75%.
1: Dude, it was nice. Like when we went to the driving range today, I totally forgot my phone. I phone was was awesome. Fucking great, man. Loved it. Stick around for some plugs. What's up, guys? It's Scott Kuntz, uh a.k.a. Tunza, and you are listening to the Pool Scene Podcast. Once again, Pool Sceners, thank you for checking out the pod this week. Remember, if you want to know what's going on, any updates, any exciting things coming around the corner, check us out on Facebook and Instagram. At Pool Scene Podcast. Also at Pool Scene Pod on the Twitter. Also, if you want to drop us a line, send us an email at PoolScenePodcast at gmail.com. Any movie ideas. We have some amazing movies coming up. If there's a movie you want us to cover, let us know. You're on the journey with us, and now back to Kevin.
0: You've been lucky enough to find your way into the landing strip. Or Sometimes you call it the happy
1: trail. That's right. Sometimes. The happy trail. Full bush.
0: Jim, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us what's uh, what's on your mind for this week's landing strip? Okay,
1: so we talked about it briefly last week at the end of the happening episode, which was fantastic. Great response. Mark Wahlberg is one of our cherished national treasures. Flea really market. That's right. <sighs> Make <sure>. I always <laughs> wondered what department store that used to be. With the mold water running down the back Burlington. wall. Was it? Well, I'm saying way back uh, in the day. Oh, before Burlington. Had to have been something. I sat down and watched the four-hour, two-minute Snyder Cut of the Justice League. And let me tell you guys, as you well know, I'm a very vocal opponent of Zack Snyder. I think he's ruined DC. This movie was fucking awesome. I loved it. All right. It's I- very long. They broke it down into six parts in an epilogue where if you wanted to take a break, Boom! It starts you off in parts. That's I love how they did that. So you saw the regular Justice League? Movie. I saw the regular Justice League. What a pile of now,
0: shit that was. From what I hear, because I I have not watched this. It'll probably be a while before I do watch this. How different is this? Is it a totally different movie?
1: It is just about an entirely different movie. There, how much of the other DC movie? It's in it, but it's very minimalized. Okay. Like you have to remember. Zack Snyder left halfway through. So Josh, we- Josh Whedon came yeah, in, right. Finished it off. This movie gives basically backstory to all the major six. So you know what's going on. If you're unaware, Superman comes back in black, which is sweet. Cause that makes sense when it comes to comics. There's AC/DC. a lot of yeah. I wish Akadaka is they call ACDC in, in Australia. Australia. Akadaka. Yep. Everybody has credibility. Everybody has a backstory you're interested in. Like, When I watched Justice League before, I didn't give three shits about Cyborg. Now that the fact that they gave me a backstory and how to relate to him and his father working at Star Labs, I like... His father worked at Starbucks. (laughs) In the economy in which it's going, he probably ended up in Starbucks before... Starbucks. Starbucks. (laughs) These bugs, man. They are going to be fucking future stars one day. Starbucks. But it was actually a... It was 4 hours long but to me it didn't seem 4 hours cuz I'm in ve- I love Superman. I love how they did him right. They start off the movie completely different than they started off the other movie. It's the Death of Superman. It starts right off with that, which is that's how you have to start it. And then at the end of the movie you get more into story spoilers. You see the Nightmare World which they briefly touched in in the other Justice League movie and then they put Jared Leto in the reshoots but warner media came out today and they said we're not going any further with this which fucking bothers me because i'm like this could be an interesting who fronted the bill
0: for the snyder cut
1: they it was 70 million i actually think it was warner media itself which i my buddy rob leonard who is a pool sceneer. you got her you guys have heard his bump on the show hi i'm rob leonard one of your lifeguards and you're listening to the pool scene podcast he said it's pretty amazing it Warner Media coughed up 70 million because a bunch of fanboys were crying about a movie. Yeah, I mean. And if there wasn't a pandemic, this never would have happened. It scares
0: me a little bit because, like, there's still Star Wars fans who want Last Jedi remade, which, Last Jedi is my favorite Star Wars Uh, movie. Last Skywalker was pure shit. It's the worst movie. ever. It was worse than Last Jedi. Yeah. I like Last Jedi because it's the first Star Wars movie to just, I'm not talking. going to go on a tangent talking about Star Wars, but it's just just the first Star Wars movie to question everything. Mm -hmm. You know, to say, who's right? You know, why are we the hero? Anyway.
1: And then Nine was such a just fall off. Let's let's give them what they want. Let's
0: undo everything. Let's just give them the ultimate... So, basically, episode
1: nine was Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's the same thing, but better.
0: So, my gripe with the the Justice League is the fact that it's four hours. It's not really fair to make a four-hour movie because... If any movie's given four hours, I mean, it has to be interesting. But I it's mean, this like, could
1: never have been released in a the movie theater. That's what theaters.
0: I mean. It's just you, of course, like in a superhero movie, every superhero movie wishes they had four hours because there's so much content that could be shown, but you have to edit
1: yourself. Now, Endgame... That came in a little over three, I think, in the theaters, right? Wasn't it a little over three hours? Yeah, it was like three hours, ten minutes. This movie could have been three hours and 15 minutes.
0: Because Endgame was released in theaters, but Endgame was also the culmination of 20 years or something. It
1: was a culmination of 23 movies. Yes, 23 movies. This literally was the fourth movie into this. Yeah, I, I just... I'm not impressed
0: that you made a good four-hour movie because you had plenty of time to tell your story. If he... Why didn't... I mean, maybe it was Warner's fault. I don't know. Why didn't he make it this good the first... I, I get he left. Josh yeah. Whedon came in, but...
1: But here's the thing. It's Batman v Superman it was a shit movie. Yeah. Pure shit. Yes. They stopped fighting because their mother saved, yes. shared the same name. Yes. Anna Steele. We talked about it last week. Why did Superman kill Zod? He doesn't kill people. No. So we've always had issues with Zack Snyder, but I saw it. I liked it. And I also took your recommendation. I saw the Tiger Woods documentary. Wow. Watch the Bee Gees. Oh my God. I got to watch that next. Watch the Bee Gees. You did watch Leftovers. You didn't like the pilot. Say what? You didn't like the
0: pilot. I didn't like the pilot at all. Yeah. You guys stick with, see, like, again, season one. I'll try
1: for the second one. You still got to finish Letter, Kenny, too. I saw, I'm on season five of Letter, Kenny. I've been watching all these things. I watched Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time. I thought that was a pile of shit movie. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I want to talk about the biggest thing currently happening on the internet, maybe in all of America. So, Jensen Carp found shrimp in his Cinnamon Toast Crunch. To, to preface... Jensen Karp's kind of an interesting guy. He's a writer, comedian, producer, podcast host, art gallery owner, actor, radio personality. Is that all? Former rapper. He was previously known by his stage name, Hot Carl.
1: Oh, okay.
0: He was signed. uh, He had a million-dollar record deal with Interscope in his early 20s. He's married to Danielle Fishel, who played Panga on Boy Meets World. Now, I have seen some people saying this is a hoax. And he did it for the publicity. I have, you know, seen a lot of people verified accounts on Twitter saying, you know, this guy's gaslighting everyone. None of this actually happened. So Jensen Karp posted a picture of what clearly appears to be shrimp tails in his cereal coated in cinnamon. CD Crunch quickly denied and said, this is not possible. We sift the cereal. It's not Kevin Garnett. It could not get through. So then thousands of people, including a number of celebrities and chefs, have come out in support of Jensen. So Free Jensen. C T Crunch followed up with that what appears to be shrimp was actually sugar that melted and like got pulled. So it was actually like cotton candy, like remnants of sugar that got heated and pulled through the looked like shrimp tails. Yes. Now I'm Team Jensen here. One chef who prepares shrimp every day in his restaurant, zoomed in on the photo, he identified the anatomy of shrimp as a science book would. Like
1: he put a diagram of each part of that shrimp. Isn't it crazy word now to this day in which we're analyzing cinnamon toast crunch yes. with shrimp particles?
0: So one of the funniest parts of this thread is that it turned into stories and photos of other things people have found in prepackaged food. Do we want to know? Like uh it's like, like it, I don't know why it's so funny to me. This one person got food from Jack in the Box that had a big metal rod through it. <laughs> like <laughs> which they said was a part of the basket that came off when it was in the fryer. I I get that. And then like uh Somebody found glass in, like, I don't remember what it was. was Like, uh, their Uncle Ben's rice, like, a huge chunk of glass. I mean, it's just all these things people have found in their food. But because those people aren't celebrities, this is the the shit that the companies pull. They say, nope, not possible with our current production process. Ridiculous. Yeah. Now, what they don't seem to consider is that they pay these people $4 an hour. Yeah, fuck you. And your employees are probably throwing jizz in the fucking cereal. Listen,
1: I worked in restaurants for 16 years. I fucked with people's food. Yes. And I did it, especially to those people that would come in five minutes before fucking clothes. I had. Now, I, I don't think it's
0: right to fuck with food. No, I don't think it's but right, I, but I did I had it. a friend who worked at McDonald's. He would get a pickle and put it under each armpit and he'd keep his arms down. He would do that until someone pissed him off. Pickles came out, went on that sandwich.
1: I could say there was a few instances 20 plus years ago where somebody would come in five minutes before close when I worked at a certain steakhouse in which I might have. You've heard of the five second rule. Mine was the five minute rule. (laughs) I would use their steak to wipe up the counters and the floor, (laughs) but then I would drench it in au jus to blank out the nasty. See, that's, Fuck that's you. fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. Learn the rules, bitches. <laughs> no, All
0: right. Fucked up. I mean. Nope. If you go to a restaurant, you are susceptible to this.
1: I look at it like this. Here's my golden rule from 16 years of working in the restaurant industry. Don't show up an hour before close an hour an hour before close. an
0: hour before an close. Hour,
1: because you want to know why we got everything fucking cleaned and we're ready to go once closing you time happens you guys
0: are crazy sorry learn the rules people alright well one of the funniest what? parts of uh of all of this is I guess I'll leave this discussion with this funny tweet by Harvey Bar 22 I thought you were going to say Harvey First. <laughs> David uh a man named Carp married a woman named Fishel Found shrimp tails in a box of cinnamon toast crunch. The cereal was purchased from Costco on Topanga Canyon, and his wife played Topanga in Boy Meets World. Meanwhile, Harp used to be a guest on Pistol Shrimp podcast. So wow. a lot of like synergy and oh, weird cool. stuff. Now again, before we go, can I adopt a fucking cat if I tell him <laughs> my name is Gordon, Gordon Shumway? Shumway. For all you kids out there, you 18-year-olds listening, go watch some ALF. Yeah, go watch. Go watch watch the finale.
1: Yeah, then get your hopes up that the federal government comes to euthanize (laughs) ALF. They fucking killed him. Yeah. But you know what they didn't kill? Rock and roll, baby.
0: You know what? uh, They had to come and silencia ALF. (laughs)
1: We ended the show with Valencia Alf. S-
0: they, they sent David McCall to... Oh, could come different, a different Alf. You should allow nature to take his course. Hey, Gordon. <laughs> oh, Better shit. not let me catch you in Milmac.
1: That's right. Or oh, we're going to fucking take your school and your planet and burn it We're going to burn down Milmac. The, the Ramones live on Milmac. Him and Andy Gibb uh, Ramone. Wow. Well, Coming
0: to Cameo Near You, Ramones from Beyond the Grave. <laughs> George Michael. $45 for Joey Ramone to, uh, uh, to sing to you. All right, everybody. What a weird one. We got a special guest next week for Beverly Hills Cop 3. You should have said Beverly Hills Cop and then cut it off.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> although I love
0: 3 because three it's such bad.
1: A, three, okay, sneak peek. There wasn't ever supposed to be a Beverly Hills Cop 3. It just became Beverly Hills Cop It was Beverly a Hills different movie. It was. That they were just like, ah, shit, this is going to be a Beverly Hills Cop movie. So my buddy TJ next week is going to join us on the show to talk to you guys about some BHC3 flavor. Sounds good. All right. Until next week, silencio. silencio.